One thing that's not so great is our medical system right now. You, you know, over the past few weeks, the news has been riddled with stories of emergency departments at hospitals across the province having to limit their hours of operations because of a staffing shortage or close down entirely, sending people looking for the next hospital with an available emergency department. It's kind of a terrifying prospect. You, you picture that when you have an emergency, you expect that one place that's going to be open for you is the emergency department at your hospital. Well, last week, the University Health Network issued a memo. They sent it to all their medical staff, and they were expressing an urgent need for help. They needed people that are in the medical profession profession to fill nursing shifts, specifically at Toronto Western Hospital's emergency department. Even before the pandemic started, we were facing nursing shortages in this province. Some people tried to you know, warn us about it fell on deaf ears in some cases, and the shortage has only been exacerbated by the pandemic and nurse burnout. And here we are. Emergency departments forced to limit hours, close down. There's a recent report from the province's Office of the Fairness Commission. There are about 26,000 nurses in Ontario that are ready to go. Only problem is they're internationally educated. They haven't been certified here or registered here in Ontario. There are 14,000 registered nurses. That means that they are educated at a higher level than practical nurses, and they uh, have high levels of training. The problem is they need the criteria to meet and legally practice here within our medical system. So they're kind of sidelined. But that would be a massive help when you think about it. If we were to allow them to help out where we have a shortfall within our medical system. Dr. Claudette Holloway is president of the Registered Nurses Association of Ontario. She joins the show to give us an idea of what we're facing here. Uh, Dr. Holloway, this has been a long time coming, this nursing shortage. You guys have been ringing the alarm for quite a while, even pre-pandemic. Can you give us an idea of exactly how bad it is? Good morning, Kelly, and thanks for the opportunity. Well, as we can see from uh, hospital closures and hours that have been reduced, as you've said, that the situation is now uh, in a collapsing state. Um, We know that uh, we have these internationally educated uh, nurses, uh, approximately 14,000 Ontario that are ready to come on board, and uh, we need to do all we can to expedite the process. Uh, We know that they have the training, they have the education, and we just need to, uh, you know, speed up the process to get them on board here in Ontario. Okay, so you say they're ready to come on board. What is the process getting internationally uh, trained nurses qualified or at least registered to practice here in Ontario? What do they have to do? Well, they need to go through our, our College of Nurses system, and we understand that the College of Nurses of Ontario has, you know, processed uh, at least 3,000, but we have over 14,000. And this is a situation where we need everything to be done. Uh, so we need our government to, you know, put in place uh, some legislation that would say, you know, we need to clear the backlog say, uh, give them 18 months to clear the backlog because, you know, there's no more time for talk. We need uh, to get these internationally educated nurses on board. But that's only one part of the solution. There are other parts that we need to address, such as uh, retaining our nurses. And Bill 124, um, we need to have that repealed. We know that politicians uh, have also joined RNL's call um, 
other healthcare professionals have added to the call that we need to uh, repeal uh, Bill 124 so that our nurses can uh, have a fair wage and feel respected. And mm. we know that the cost of living has gone up, and yet their wages are capped. And it For seems the sake of people the listening are- right now, Bill 124 caps public uh, employees at 1% uh, increase each year. Yes. And we know that that seems to be, it would appear that that is only for uh, female-dominated professions. So we want to um, have that addressed immediately. And we have called for our government to do that. We're willing to sit at the table and talk about all the things that we need to do to retain and recruit nurses. Because the collapse of the system, we know that the nurses are the backbone of the healthcare system. We know that, yes, other healthcare providers are involved, but we know that nursing is absolutely central and core to healthcare in Ontario, and Ontarians deserve it. Sure. I went to, I was reading about this one nurse who was working in an ER, shift ended, and she had to stay. She had to elongate her shift to 16 hours because there was no one to take over. And she said, I can't leave somebody that's intubated. I have to stay. I, I have a duty of care. So um, I want to get back to the international nurses because I would like to focus on that if we could. There are eight registration requirements that international nurses have to pass in order to be registered here in Ontario. And they have to have evidence of practice, language proficiency, and registration exam uh, is something they have to uh, pass. So it can't be done too quickly. I mean, we want to ex- expedite the process, but are there any redundancies within the process that you can, that you're talking to the College of Nurses of Ontario? Um, that maybe can be, um, I guess, sidestepped while we are in a situation that you call collapse? Well, we, we, you're, you're right. We want to make sure that um, all the processes are in place for these internationally educated uh, nurses to join the profession. Um, and it involves complexity, not only with the College of Nurses and the processes that they require. You know, we're not asking them to, you know, give them a free pass. But also we need systems such as um, support from the government to fund uh, nurses who are, are retired and who are willing to come back and mentoring because we need that mentoring for these international educators. Right. So, I've heard that time and time again from uh, nurses that I know that it's not enough to get new nurses in. There's something that you need. Uh, you need those nurses with experience and practical experience to just bring them along. We've all seen it on the job. You can be trained all you want. But once you get into the position, it's amazing how you learn on the job as well. So could you not hire a lot of international nurses as PSWs? I've heard that um, your CEO for the Registered Nurses Association of Ontario thinks that's exploitive. Can you expand on that? Well, we, you know, we're talking about uh, PSWs where, where we, we, we want, there's a big difference between a PSW and a, a, a registered nurse. So, we don't want to uh, short-circuit the system that you bring registered nurses in as PSWs to adjust the problem. That is not what we're trying to address here. We need registered nurses. Um, we need nurses uh, who have the scope and to practice safely. So bringing them on as PSWs, uh, you know, maybe you need PSWs. That's, that's a different story. We cannot have PSWs coming on to work as, um, you know, a, a registered nurse who can... Well, of course you can't, and hospitals wouldn't do it because there'd be, uh, I would imagine, a lot of legal 
uh, repercussions if something goes wrong. But if you've got a registered nurse in a PSW situation, at least these people are in the hospitals. Could you not create positions to help with b- basic patient care? In the meantime, you know, hallway walks for people who may be at risk of slip and fall. You know, they answer the call bell. They they turn patients to avoid bed sores. I mean, if we're in a collapse situation, shouldn't it be all hands on deck? And shouldn't we be opening the door at least in the meantime to get some people in, some bodies in to help out? It's not a matter of getting bodies in. Um, we need everyone uh, that is able to assist in the situation, but we cannot get away from the point that we mm-hmm. need to expedite the, the process for these registered nurses who are from an international uh, situation. Okay, so, so how do yeah. we do that? Because I only have 60 seconds left with you. Because, you know, you keep saying expedite, but how do we do that? Again, we go through the the the. the, the strategies that the college has to go through, they, you know, they've processed so many, but there's so many more. So do they need to, you know, be supplied with staff to uh, okay. be able to process more applications? So that's the situation right now. We're talking about the, the staff at the College of uh, Nurses of Ontario. We need more staff there to help expedite that process. And again, as, uh, again, it's that complexity um, with you know, recruitment and retention. So you just can't put everything on the international educated nurses. We know that's an important part of the solution. But again, I come back to the point that we need to retain, we need to stop the bleed of nurses that are going to other provinces, nurses that are going across the border, nurses who are discouraged, nurses who, um, you know, as you say, they're trying to manage all the shifts um, without, you know, putting their clients at risk, but we cannot continue to do that. They need to address their mental health issues also. Absolutely. Everybody needs care and you need your caregivers to get the care that they need. Dr. Holloway, it is a, uh, it's a dire situation we're in right now. And I, I know that some people will think, well, you're, you're, you know, um, stoking the fire here and maybe, um, fear mongering, but it's our, healthcare system and we have to make sure we maintain it appropriately and we are hearing real life stories and we're seeing situations where we're seeing closures that indicate that this is a, you know we are in a bit of a free fall situation right now yes and this matter concerns everybody because we all need to be able to uh, depend upon our healthcare system none of us know when we're going to need it so anyone that's thinking that this is a concern people need to get to their local member of parliament uh provincial parliament and let them know that they need to let their leader know that we need to have urgent action on this. Dr. Holloway, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time and expertise. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Dr. Holloway, president of Registered Nurses Association of Ontario.